Welcome to the Seek Him Early podcast, featuring daily devotional studies on knowing, loving, and serving our Lord Jesus Christ. Each weekly program is from the book of that same title. I'm Pastor Watson, author of the book, pastor of Grace Bible Church in Meeker, Colorado, and director of Sola Scriptura Publications. This episode is part three of three on Abel, who once again shows us the piety of faith, and is based once again on Hebrews 11.4. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it being dead yet speaks. You know, really the only similarity between Cain and Abel was they had the same parents. In every other way possible, they were as different as night and day, light and darkness, works and faith. We have already looked at the requirement that was leveled at both of them and the response that they gave. Third and finally then, we see the result. And that result, as we just quoted, was because he offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, Abel obtained witness that he was righteous. John Calvin well summarizes Cain. Quote, Cain conducted himself as hypocrites are accustomed to do, namely that he wished to appease God as one discharging a debt by external sacrifices without the least intention of dedicating himself to God. Unquote. So, because God, of course, knew Cain's heart, he did not have respect for the offering he brought, according to Genesis 4-5. That word respect in the Hebrew is a verb that means to look at with interest, but never with a casual or disinterested glance. So in the present context, it means to look at with approval. In other words, God approved of Abel, but not of Cain. The same idea appears in Isaiah 17, verses 7 and 8, where God says that the time is coming when a man will regard his maker and no more have regard for the altars which his hands have made." Unquote. Tragically, instead of obeying God, Cain chose a religious act. Oh, but what a wondrous difference we see in Abel. God accepted Abel's sacrifice because it was brought by faith. His sacrifice was more excellent, our text declares. This is one word in the Greek which is used figuratively here to mean more, greater, higher, and to indicate worth, importance, and dignity. In light of the overall context of the book of Hebrews, we could translate this word as better, for this is the key word of the whole book. Christ was better than the angels, 1-4. He is a better hope, in 7-19. The better mediator of a better covenant and better promises, in 8-6. Likewise, Christians have a better country awaiting us, that is, heaven, in 11-16. And we also await a better resurrection, in 11-35. Further, the result of Abel's faith was that he obtained witness that he was righteous. Obtained witness is again martureo that we have noted before, to be a witness, cite evidence, or report the events. God testified of Abel, and what evidence did he cite? 
Abel simply believed what God said. Even more significantly, God testified that Abel was righteous. Here, in fact, is an early and wondrous illustration of justification by faith alone, a doctrine that is at the very core of biblical theology. Justification is the declarative act of God as the judge, whereby he declares that the demands of justice have been satisfied so that the sinner is no longer condemned. It is a declaration not of innocence, but of satisfaction. Let me just for a moment go a little bit deeper in this principle of justification. As I have written elsewhere in, in my book, Salvation is of the Lord, in its bare essence, justification is a legal or what has been called a forensic term. It means to declare or pronounce righteous and just, not symbolically, but actually. Justification does not imply that there is no guilt. On the contrary, we are worthy of death. We who were once under condemnation are now declared to be righteous because of Christ. Justification, again, is the declarative act of God as the judge, whereby he declares that the demands of justice have been satisfied so that the sinner is no longer condemned. In the strict sense of the word, justification does not make us righteous, nor does it change our behavior, for these are the things that are accomplished by regeneration and sanctification. While all three of these work together, they are still distinct. On the other hand, justification is more than just pardoning the sinner, as a judge would pardon a criminal. May we repeat, Justification is a declaration not of innocence, but of satisfaction. Would you ponder that? Think of it. God was satisfied with Abel. And while he is long dead, as our text tells us, he still speaks to us today of a living faith. If you'd like to go a little deeper on your own, here's a scripture for you to, to ponder. In Hebrews 12:24, who and what speaks even better things than that of Abel? Our next episode is part one of four on Enoch, who shows us the pace of faith. And it's based on Genesis 5:22 and 24, where we are told that Enoch walked with God. May God richly bless you, my dear Christian friend. I pray that you will continue each day to seek Him 